Okay. Are we ready? Five. Four. Three. Food Network. I'm just reading this article. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. I'm out of it. There's your cold open. All right. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it. You can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Lippman. I'm David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. 30 minutes. If you minutes. want to be a part of this podcast, give us a call at 646-138. We're going to get into news, but we're also going to have some food fights later on. So I hope you're excited for our contentious podcast, everybody. Oh, really? I thought we had like a couple shows in a row where we were getting along. I feel like I was expecting you to make it contentious. So okay, maybe Shots not. Fired. I'm in a good mood. Oh, okay, great. Um, Guy Fieri, do you know him? Fieri? Yes, <laughs> thank you. That's good. How do you say the name of the um, cartoon character that's a plumber that also had a big movie this past year that was a really popular um, Halloween costume? Uh, I need more details. <laughs> <laughs> it's a video game character. It's a plumber. Uh, M A R I O. How do you say that? Mario. I say Mario, and I always have, and people always comment on it. And I think it's because I'm from New York. <laughs> people, I've heard Mario before, but it's Mario. I, like, never knew that until somewhat recently. Oh, I, if we start going down, like, things that you didn't know until recently, I, I've got some really embarrassing ones. Okay. So, Guy Fieri. How do you say it? Fieri. Thank you. <laughs> um, he's launching a Flavortown spiked fruit punch. And I have to say... I'd really like to try this. Thank you. It sounds awesome. Uh, let's. Can we just go like 10,000 feet for a second? Sure. The guy Fieri mm-hmm. is like, he's a punchline, but he's likable. 
it's like he's not being Apparently mocked, he's, but nice he's guy. being mocked. He's part of the joke. But I don't know if it's a joke. Like when you watch the show, you you don't dislike him and you enjoy the program. And people have said he's like nice. Like I think he's like enjoyed but in he's, general. But he's not cool. No, he's definitely not cool. And he's not funny. Correct. He's kind of corny, but like he's likable. I don't like I can't He's just like, he's kind of an enigma in the way that like everyone makes fun of him. He is a punchline, but like not in the way that he's unlikable. Right. And this thing, when I saw spiked fruit punch, because I love like a rum punch, I was like, yeah, how come that's not on the market? I think it sounds really good. We've got spiked tea, spiked lemonade, spiked everything. Also, why did it take him so long? Spike water? Like, just like putting aside the fact that like we should have a spiked punch, sure. Yeah. I just feel like how did he take so long to get to this? Like, I just feel like it's like such a, a no-brainer. Well, he, he did a tequila and he's got a, a winery. Yeah, but... But this one's a little more like Guy Fieri did this. Yeah. I feel like this like a canned beverage. Like, he should have several canned beverages. With his face on it. Yeah. Yeah, it, and it looks... I think the packaging is awesome. And the second I like close my eyes and imagine what this tastes like, it's basically like a Hawaiian punch with like a little bit of something it. Sounds awesome. It sounds great. Love Hawaiian Punch. Sounds great. I wouldn't have like four. You know what I mean? No, it'd be way too much sugar. Yeah, it's a lot of sugar, but, but it sounds great. It still sounds phenomenal. Um, all right. Next. Moving on to cheese boards. Um, there's I, a, I spent way too much time researching this. Then I'm just going to turn it over to you. Tell okay. us about it. On TikTok, there is a woman who lives in the Los Angeles area, and she goes by the handle Sophisticated Spreads. And what she does is she puts together very fancy charcuterie boards. And what happened is, is once upon a time when she started, she would put together these boards and she would charge her clients like $500 for like a small one or whatever. And she had a $7,000 charcuterie board. And everyone on the internet just went nuts. Being like, that's ridiculous. How could you charge $7,000 for like some cheeses and some meats? So then 25 million people see this thing. So then she starts posting follow-up clips. And there's one in which she breaks down the exact cost of all the things on the board and like, you know, the travel and the labor and like, you know, the markup for like her services. And it totally checks out. And the boards, I have to say, they look fucking phenomenal. If there's ever any time, if there's ever a place for there to be a seven thousand dollar cheese board, it's like at an LA event. So or like it, what, the thing I was like, corporate event. Yeah. So if you're Delta and you're throwing a party for clients, you you don't mind spending seven thousand dollars on it. It's not like you're gonna have like your buddies over to watch football. This isn't for you. Yeah. But if you're having a high end event, and there's like gonna be a photographer there, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think this is like that crazy. I, mean, I don't think so either. Is it my price point? Is Can I get this? No. no. But like, yeah, if you're catering something, yeah. And also that she had ones that she does for like $500 that are much smaller. But like, I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. Also, like, people being like, well, I could do some, something for cheaper. It's like, I could do a lot of things for cheaper than getting like the high-end version. Yeah. But it's the high-end it, version. And it looks really good. <laughs> I like, bet it like tastes she has good a too. garland go down the middle of the table that was woven together by florists. It's a tablescape, yeah. Yeah, she's not going to like home goods. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, like, yes, you could do it for cheaper, but yes. if you want the like deluxe experience, it's very similar to when like if, if you were like, why do people pay for like a fancy picnic on the beach? And it's like because they want to have a nice fancy experience. Picnic on the beach. Yeah. If they wanted to just like bring their own sandwiches, yes, that would be cheaper, but it's not the experience they're looking for. Yes. So I'm with you. We 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 stand with you, Emmy. Yeah, and I like her products. Yeah, they look good. They look really, really good. I agree with you. And also I like that it's heavy on vegetables, and vegetables are fucking expensive. Yeah, they are. And one thing I found really nice is she mentioned in one of her videos, she was like, 
it was for an engagement party. And I think this one was like 2,500 or whatever. I don't know what the price, but it was pretty big. And she was like, it was for this many people. And it was the only food that was served. And I was like, huh, how would you feel if you were invited to an engagement party and the only quote unquote only, cause the quantity is an issue. Just like, yeah. and what was served was essentially like a, a meat, cheese and vegetable spread. I would be totally fine with it. I would too. I think I would prefer that in some ways. I think if you told me about it, I'd probably eat first. But if I didn't know, I would not leave hungry. Yes, I agree. Also, a lot of engagement parties are like light apps or like yes. apps. So they're not sit down. Here's your yeah, name, name thing, thing at a thing. Yeah. 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 So I think that I think it would be totally fine. I feel like I've been to that and I've liked it. Yeah. And I also think that you think you want to eat more than you do. Like you think yeah. you want a full meal and yeah. an appetizer and all that. But if once you have like five slices of meat, I was gonna say, a like, bunch of cheese and crackers and some cubes. vegetables with dip, like you're good. Yeah. Like four cubes of Parmesan cheese. Like that's like kind of like a lot of calories. So like it's cubes more. of Parmesan is sort of a weird choice. It's a very hard cheese. Nobody yeah, eats cheese. Yeah, Parmesan. Yeah, they do with like a, with like a toothpick. I guess so. They sell it at the grocery store. Yes. And her cheese is way. artisanal too. The cheeses look great. I'm in. I, the I whole would, thing looked great. I would hire her for my engagement party in LA. That would be great. Also, it's like actually kind of a cheap way to, to cater a party. Yes. Like that's a really expensive thing to do in general. Yeah. Like, and it's also, you don't have to worry about like having a caterer and hot food and yeah. this and that. It's like she sets it all up. It looks beautiful. She Everyone takes, takes pictures of it. Of it. How, there is this angle to it too, which I thought about is if I were there, I'd be a little intimidated by the beauty because mm. I feel like I would just Wouldn't mess it up. Wouldn't want to screw it up. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like it's kind of one of those things like, this is like so nice. I don't want to mess it up. Like a really nice cake. It's like, we're going to eat this thing, right? Yeah. Shout out to Emmy. We, we stand with you. Um. All right. Moving on to heist of the week. Not a lot of details at time of recording. Just want to throw that out there. Um, this one is taking us back to Philadelphia. <laughs> Here we are in South Philly. <laughs> Once again. Um, this is a refrigerated truck that had a lot of meat in it. Mm-hmm. Not sure what the meat is, but it happened. Beef. Uh, slabs of beef. Oh, it was beef. Yep. It, my bad. Oh, yes. Some slabs of beef. Suspects fled in Ford Explorer. Not quite as fancy as last week's um There's champagne. a wrinkle, Juliet, that is something that we've discussed a lot on this podcast. Okay. Okay. We have gone down many paths that involve uh, things stolen from trailers, trailers stolen themselves, full of food goods, right? Mm -hmm. And oftentimes it happens while the person that is being stolen from is asleep, asleep in the vehicle. (laughs) And we're always like, how does that happen? Like there was one time they sawed a hole in the tree. They sawed it with like a metal saw. Like I bet I could probably hear that from like half a mile away. And the guy's just slumbering through the whole experience. He's tired. And that leads us to believe that maybe it's an inside job. Right. However, this is very clear evidence that the, the, can you read the part about the guy who was asleep? He's like, I stood, the trailer started moving and I heard a bunch of noise and I got out and they ran away. And I was like, thank you. You can be asleep. That doesn't mean you're like unconscious and dead. <laughs> I'm really concerned. Like, I'm impressed that he was able to get out, essentially. Unscathed? Like, yeah. Well, they, nothing happened. Well, he, no, he he stopped the mid-crime because there were slabs of meat like left all over the streets. <laughs> like, they were definitely like in the middle of loading and unloading their slabs of meat. So I don't think that this was um, pre-planned. I feel like they just like saw a truck and we're like, let's steal some stuff, whatever's in there we're going to get. Because I don't know what, imagine me and you decided to become food heist. Like we were like, you know what? We've been doing this podcast for a long time. We I feel like we know we have a lot of information about why are you giving away our food plan? and whatnot. And, and you and I were like, okay, 
we stole 150 pounds of beef slabs. What is step two? Um, I don't know. That's, that's the thing. I, it's like after all this time, I haven't even thought about that. I'm always just like, like so how do you accomplish step one? And now <laughs> what? Like you get the beef slabs, you drive away in the Ford Explorer, and now you're like, okay, what do we do now? Uh, it's a great question. I I mean, you have other trucks waiting for you. We would need to spend a lot of time investing in a network for distribution and like know exactly where all of the different meat was going. So I think An you just traceable distribution. I think you just go to like a restaurant and you're like, hey, 20 minutes. I've got some beef. What about farmer's markets? I don't know. Like, <laughs> do, do you see the size of these slabs of beef? They're really big. <laughs> yeah, we need to like break them down. Yeah. No one's going to the farmer's market and leaving with like half a cow. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I do. I like this whole thing about I don't like to buy a lot of meat at the grocery store. I'm just like, where did this come from? How long has it been sitting here? When was the animal slaughtered? And sure. So, and so with farmer's markets, I'm like more likely to do it because I've like convinced myself that like it happened recently on like mm. this person's like personal farm or whatever. <laughs> the blood of the animals is like still no drying on their hands. I have no idea that's true, but yeah. it's like the narrative I tell myself is yes. a lot They definitely put it in a freezer appetizing. and then put it in a truck and, and then it thawed yeah. while they were driving to like Union Square. Yeah, and I'm just like, I, who knows if that's true? But I do feel like, to your point, like is anyone walking away with a full cow? I feel like if I was at a farmer's market and someone was like selling a full broken down cow. I'd be like, well, it's at a farmer's market. They probably <laughs> so did it yesterday. Yeah. Sure. I'll just eat beef for the next month, month yeah, and a half. Fine. Sure, no whatever. Deal. Yeah, I'll make party. a stew. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Cut some steaks, grill. Who knows? Let's go crazy. Yeah, why not? Make some just, broth. Just see how, um, just like, I, I would buy it both figuratively and literally. So. I love it. That's my suggestion for these stealers. Um, did you? These thieves? Stealers? Yeah, they're stealing. Okay. Not like I don't think e- anyone's ever said EA. that before. It's probably I know. not a word. <laughs> I know it's not a word. Not like the not like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, why are these truck drivers still taking their breaks in Philadelphia? Like it's yeah, very I, yeah. it's very clear. Like isn't there another depot they can go to? Like Philadelphia yeah, is being drive targeted. another twenty miles. Yeah, like there's Trenton doesn't have a place or something. I haven't heard of any high. This was Trenton. like at a restaurant distribution lot. Close by, to the, the sports arena. Yeah, by where the Eagles play. Yeah, and I think the Sixers both. Interesting. So I just don't understand. Like, it's not even like off the beaten path. All right. Another great story coming to us from, I believe, the United Kingdom. Someone is accused of putting their own hair in their food so that they could get a refund. Oh, no, they're not accused of it. I saw the fucking video. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Excuse me. Correction. Someone put a hair in their own food so they could get a refund. (laughs) Yeah, they did it. Like, there's there's no judge in the world that would watch the video and be like, no, she did not do that. So it was, uh, I think they had like a beef stew or something. Mm -hmm. It was was 13 pounds, which is like, I don't know, like $14 or whatever. Seemed very reasonable price. And this lady, when you watch the video, she has trouble. First of all, she has like... it seems like to get, if you wanted to get a hair out of your head, it wouldn't be that long or hard of a process, right? No. It takes her way too long. It takes her like three tries. And then she like curls up the hair and puts it in her partner's mashed potatoes like on top. Everything about this really grosses me out. The idea of actually someone like pulling out their own hair in a restaurant is actually the part that I find the least appetizing. Really? Or the most gross. Yeah. I don't really like the idea. I don't like watching haircuts. I, I just like find this whole thing to be really gross. And so like when I watch the video... That part of it was just unbearable for me. Interesting. Yeah. And I just like, ugh, it really grosses me out. It, 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 how do I explain? There's a couple of things. I had a lot of questions about like the follow-up. If I ran a restaurant and someone was like, there's a hair in the food, I would just be like, all right, give it to him for free. You know what I mean? And apologize. And then kind of move on with my day. 
But this guy said that he went to the CCTV cameras to make sure that the chefs and the people in the kitchen were wearing hairnets. The camera that I saw didn't have any kitchen people in it. I think he was suspicious of this, or he or she, I should say, was suspicious of this and like launched a full-on investigation. It's got to be time-consuming to go through the tape. It can't be easy. And also... I like when it finally made it to us, the public, they like blurred out their faces so intensely yes. that I was like, wow, they really like were planning to set like planning to disseminate this or something. Well, and then the restaurateur said, I wanted to put this out there to warn other people of this behavior. Well, they're pixelated faces. I know. There's no warning happening. Here. <laughs> exactly. If I ran a restaurant, I wouldn't be able to trace these people. I would have no idea either. But the whole thing is really gross. I, I also love just the undertone of super petty restaurateur. Like, he is petty. I think they're petty. It's like 12 pounds. They also, like... Yeah, I mean, it's so gross. to just it's so gross. Yeah. And I just think it's, like, rude. It's like, no one comes into your workplace and tries to, like, not, like, you know, it, meet the, the commitment. I always hate the idea that I'm going to get someone in trouble at their job, too. Unless they really, really deserve it. Like, I to know. do that, to save $15, like, someone could get fired. Like, they, you know, someone could get yelled at or, or suspended. Or there could be, like, real-life implications of this. That kind of pisses me off. Yeah. I, it I reminds agree, me of yeah. The Bear, the last season, when they were, like, the the schmear or whatever. Remember? Did, I didn't. Uh, you didn't watch The Bear. I watched, like, part of season one. Really? I just didn't really get into it. It's so good. Yeah, it's not really for me. Okay. Love Island it is. Yeah, exactly. I'm, there you go. I'm, I'm busy. Yeah. I got yeah, a lot of Love Island to get yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Let's move into our food bites. Jacoby, Thanksgiving just occurred. Just happened. We're moving into Christmas. But season started. Before doing that, first of all, like what is what is like the seasonal thing you look forward to the most? Like just aside from Thanksgiving. Like oh. Thanksgiving, Christmas all together. Like what's like a seasonal food? That you like. Oh, a, a seasonal food that I look forward to the most during the holiday season would be my wife's mac and cheese. Mm, does she make that for Christmas too or just Thanksgiving? She makes it for Thanksgiving and for Christmas. Nice. Does she it, make it other times of the year or no? Occasionally, but it's, so it's, it's really a like guarantee, special. a guarantee for Thanksgiving and Christmas. It probably happens five, six times a year. And it's just, we call it crack and cheese. It's unstoppable. Mm. I've literally found myself waking up in the middle of the night going to the fridge semi-conscious eating like a couple of forkfuls <laughs> and then just going back to sleep. Wow. That sounds great. Yeah, but it's like it's it is, but it's also like I, I didn't feel like I was a, 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 a an organism with free will when that happened. <laughs> you were like <laughs> I was like I was like under the control of the mac and cheese. <laughs> All right, let's just talk about a couple of head to head matchups. Okay. On your plate, if you have both mashed potatoes and stuffing, which are you eating first? Stuffing, not even a question. Oh, interesting. Not I, even a question. For me, it's totally mashed potatoes. It's not even close. I, I find mashed potatoes can be pretty boring. Mm, interesting. Um, do you always have mashed potatoes? No. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Another potato question. Candied yams or mashed potatoes? Candied yams. Huh. I yeah. just didn't expect that from you. I find mashed potatoes to be like a one-note item. Hmm. They're so consistent, and it's so like, this is potato. Oh, I don't think they're consistent. And it tastes like potato. You know what I mean? Whereas stuffing has like so many different flavors and textures and things mixed together that I just find it a much more like dynamic experience. It's a more crunch and mush experience. Yeah, and I also just feel like the potato is like so like, like it needs gravy, number one. I don't like gravy. I love gravy. And I also just feel like, I don't know, mashed potatoes to me are kind of boring. I love mashed potatoes like so much. There's a lot of variation like dish to dish, mm -hmm. but... There's not, but I, I do agree. Like once you have a bite, like every other bite will taste the same. Exactly. 
But I don't mind that. I like, I just like love it. It's so good. I like the creaminess and I like really, if it's like well salted and garlicky. I use mashed potatoes. I do like it garlicky too, by the way. I use mashed potatoes as sort of like a, like a condiment mm. on my Thanksgiving thing. Like I spread some on top of like a turkey, a little bite. Um, cranberry sauce, in or out? In, but just a little for the color and the taste. Say. I like like it. But good cranberry sauce has to have so much sugar in it that I'm just like, am I just like eating a jar of, yeah. of sugar? But it's Thanksgiving, right now? so it doesn't really matter. But I'm never like, I think quantity is very important to me at Thanksgiving. I don't go crazy with the quantities. So I'll just have like a little, a little, again, I'll use it like a condiment. Like I'll get, a, a, I'll, I'll cut myself a piece of turkey and like spread a little cranberry sauce on that and then eat that. Mm, okay. Um, any other sides we haven't covered? Oh, dessert. What do you think is the top like holiday dessert? And I guess Thanksgiving dessert. Oh, I think that um, I think pumpkin pie is wildly overrated. Um, That's I don't, insane. I don't find it. I love it. Particularly interesting. I don't even like pie as a whole. I think pie is overrated. I think pie is overrated as well. I go cake over pie, one hundred percent. I would of the go. Time. Yeah, I go. I go ice cream over everything, and and. Um, I don't really look forward to cakes or pies. The funny thing about ice cream, though, is like that's also a one-note food. Like every like for most ice cream, every spoonful is going to taste the same. I don't have a retort for that. It's just I just like that note. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Should I just take the win? Just move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just... also kind of like it's like yeah, it's like a, you know when I when I drink a Coca Cola, it's like it's a one note. It's like yeah, well, it's, it's, you know, it's what it is. But but you're putting. Ice cream at the top of a dessert period. That's like I a, am. a pyramid. That's a pretty and big deal. You would deal. also think I'm the crunch and mush guy too. Right. And a pie offers you crunch and mush situations. Wow. I think I, I'm still wrapping my head around like all of your um, preferences when it well, comes sweet to, potato or pumpkin to pie? dessert. That's the question. That's pumpkin. How, oh, really? Yeah. I go sweet potato. I'm not really into sweet potatoes. Who needs them? They're like, all of a sudden they turn healthy. Have you noticed that? That like healthy people eat sweet potatoes now? Yeah. How did that happen? Because if like, you roast them, you don't need to like add anything to them and like taste good. I I think it's still pretty dry and like not that good. Really? All right. We're taste test time. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the the beloved sports gal. You're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA, I make calls, I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it, you can work out in it, you can go outside, you can go shopping down in your local wherever, and you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We're having our taste test. It's some Ghirardelli chocolates. Um, thanks to Mike Wargon for bringing them in. We got peppermint bark and milk chocolate caramel. Um, I'm looking forward to the caramel. I'm going to be honest. I will not have the peppermint bark. You just, you just I, will not, I will not taste it. No. But, I hate mint. I hate mint. Okay. But you like have Ten like an affliction minutes. to spicy foods. Yet you're sitting here eating hot sauces and going on hot sauce flights. Like you will like, you'll eat things on this show that you do not like and you know you will not like but why you won't even you won't even no. broach the idea I hate, of eating peppermint bark I hate bark. peppermint bark I hate peppermint I do not like peppermint candies of any kind Really I hate I hate brushing my teeth cuz I hate mint Really Yeah like I hate it They have other flavors of Toothpaste. Those like are a child. Those are gross like a bubble too. gum one or something. <laughs> those are really like gross as well. Year old. I'm a Sensodyne girl when it comes to my toothpaste, but oh. like it's hard for me sometimes to do it twice a day because I'm like, I hate this. I complain about my toothpaste, but my wife is the person that buys the toothpaste and she could just retort with being like, buy yourself some toothpaste then. And yeah, I'm like, seriously. okay, back on me. <laughs> All right. I'm having this. I wonder if this is going to taste like markedly different than like a Hershey's. No, well, this is milk chocolate caramel. So there'll be caramel in the middle. I'm thinking it's going to be like a Rolo. That's what I'm expecting. Like a high quality Rolo. It's very good. Oh, yeah. It's really good. You yeah. Know it's better than a Rolo. It's not like getting stuck in my teeth. The, it's got creamy caramel. Yeah. Oh, that is, caramel's good. This is a real, this is like really delicious. The, you know, the Ghirardelli stuff, it tastes better. It is better. It is better. I know it's more expensive and everything. Now you're making me eat the peppermint <laughs> well, you, bark. Do you want to have it or not? I want to have I, it. Was, I don't have an affliction to make. Just question. Hold on a second. What are some like questions that go into like, is this a good peppermint bark? Because as I, as since I don't have peppermint at all, I don't even know like what you'd be judging it based on. I find it so disgusting. Okay, I, how would it bark get involved in this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, what is somewhere there's a tree like? Like, don't involve me in this. <laughs> you know, leave me alone. Yeah, that's, that's my skin. What you, that's, a, that's a chocolate. It's a chocolate yeah. little peppermint chunks. I don't know what makes it a bark. Uh, I completely agree. I, I don't understand. Also, like, mm. okay, is it crunchy? Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. I wish it wasn't peppermint. I'd have some. It, it reminds me of sort of like a, a Girl Scout grasshopper cookie. Oh, that it's got that same taste, different consistency, a little more rich with some white chocolate and chocolate, which I like a little mix. I've never had a grasshopper because I don't have mint desserts. Why don't you like mint? I hate how it tastes. I don't know. It's like how some people are to, to cilantro. It's like disgusting to me. Really? I like really hate it. Hmm. I hate it and I hate like a mojito. I don't ever have any of that shit. Really? M mint is a hard no for me. I think one of my daughters is like that too, but I forget which one. I hope they don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> they do sometimes. <laughs> well, maybe skip this episode with them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Let's get into our personal food news. I ordered chicken for dinner recently. Okay. I'm having like a chicken renaissance. I I like, renaissance? I went like years without ever ordering chicken at a restaurant and I've been like really into it lately. Really? I ordered roast chicken. It was like a nice restaurant, so I know it would be good. Yeah, yeah. And like crappy chicken is one of the most disgusting things you can eat. But it was so good and like succulent. And just I also didn't I was like, okay, it's just chicken. Like, cool. 
good meal. Um, not, you know, like low, like health conscious. But I just like went years with like really never, ever ordering chicken. Yeah, and I'm, I'm you back don't in. really order chicken that often when you have all the options. Like there's yeah. a steak dish and there's a fish dish and yeah. there's a chicken dish. You're kind of just like, ah, chicken. I ordered chicken. I was just really feeling it. It was kind of like wintry. And yeah. I don't Did it know. come with sauce? It came with a great sauce. I was like, you put a piece of toast underneath it. It was delicious. Whoa, did it soak up all the chicken juice it and then did. you ate the toast afterwards? Yeah, that it sounds was, awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, I like that. It was so good. That chicken rocks. I'm back in on roast chicken. I'm in on roast chicken too. I can't believe it. I never thought I'd get here, but so be it. I think being in a nice place also changes the experience. You know it's going to be good. It's not going to be like some leathery chicken. And like, if it's not good, then like that, I never send shit back ever. But like at like a nice restaurant, if the chicken's bad, I'm just like, what's, what are you doing here? There's a Latin American place um, by my house that has really good chicken breast, but they make it very flat. They kind of like mm. pound it out. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like a, like a sheet layer of chicken breast. It's huge, but it's very thin. I, I like that presentation of chicken breast. I've really enjoyed that lately. Oh, that sounds delicious too. It's really yeah. good. Great Ch- beans. Chicken's like mouth-watering for me right now. Did, I, I love the chickasons. Me too. I just, it's working for me. It's shocking. I'm happy for you. Thanks, man. Your, your turn. All right. My personal food news is it's more like I'm not alone in this right. Halloween was recently, and we just had Thanksgiving, but you know, um, I think each one of my children came home with like 200 pieces of candy, right? And we hide them in a place where they can't get them. They kind of forget about them, whatever. But here's my question for you and our audience. Mm-hmm. I just noticed this this week when I went up there and grabbed the big, like, you know, bucket of candy. Halloween candy, the mix of it all, has a very unique scent. Interesting. Can you think of it? Like, I was like, I grabbed this big bucket and I I was like, it has its own scent. It's sort of like... It feels like, it's almost like a superficial scent. Like, it's almost like this. It's like part of the wrappers. It's like non-artisanal. If anything, yes. it's the opposite of this Ghirardelli chocolate. Yeah, it's but it's got this plasticky, sweet aroma that if you blindfolded me and put it in front of me, immediately I'd be like, Halloween candies. Mm. You know what I mean? Is this another taste test? A blind smell test we should do. Maybe uh-huh. not Halloween candies. Well, it smells part of eating. Halloween I candy like this, versus though. Christmas candy. I think we can- should do a blind Halloween scent. Halloween versus Easter. I think we're going to smell the same. Because it's the same, like, packaging and stuff? No bad ideas in a brainstorm, but we should do some blind scents. Interesting. Just smelling foods to see if we can identify them. This is, like, totally random. Like, do you know yes. what this is? What, can you smell this? Do you know what it is? Interesting. What do you think would be, like, hard to do, to identify? Like, I think the tricky part, like, I think it's harder than you think. It's kind of yeah. like when you sing a song without the song backing you. You know what I mean? Would we have to try to name it before Blind. tasting it? So like you smell it, you smell it, name, and just it, name it, and then eat it and sit, change your see if you're right or wrong or something. Yes, I think that would be fun. A really wide range of foods, like really wide. Yes, I think like fishes and such will be easy, but there there are some things. If it was just if you were just like Brussels sprouts, I don't think I'd be able to to do that. Artichoke heart. I'm like, no. Yeah, maybe we'd have to do it like within like food families, like a vegetable day, a fruit day. Fruits would be easier because like they tend to be very fragrant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love this idea, Jacobs. Cool. Here we are, just creating content on the fly here on Food News. This is great stuff. Um, All right, let's get into our listener food news. Tis the season for listener food news. Hi, Julianne Jacoby. Um, This is. I'm Autumn. We're roommates and we live in Philadelphia. And we love you. And we love you guys. We love you too. Um, love you more. The food together every Friday when we work from home. 
So we host a dinner party every Wednesday to watch Survivor with our friends. Which, Julia, I know that you're also watching. Yeah, I think so. so I want to hear your thoughts on it. Um, but anyway, we were just wondering what, like, Two the go-to minutes. dinner party meal would be or what you would bring to a, a friend's dinner party or something. Also, if you're ever in Philly on a Wednesday, come by. We'll host. We'll host you. I, I thought this okay. was going to be about Oh, thanks so much for calling, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah. I and love, I just love, love the idea that they're working from home every Friday and listening to food news. I know. It's really sweet. What a nice way to make the day And on go Wednesdays, by. they're watching Survivor. What a great life and they have. I would say hosting a dinner party weekly, that's a that's a fucking commitment. I think this is our second caller from Philadelphia that's wa- like that's watching Survivor. So maybe they should find each other. Oh, yeah. They're watching old Survivor, Survivor seasons. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um... So I would say my go-to dish that I know is like a crowd pleaser is I have a, a good turkey meatball and spaghetti oh. recipe that's quite good. Oh, that's good. Um, one of the things that I do when people come over is very simple, but makes you seem like you really know what you're doing in the kitchen, which is scallops with bacon. Mm. You know how to cook bacon. That it's does super seem easy, right? It's like no super idea easy happening. to cook bacon, right? Yeah. Easy. So your bacon done, right? And then the scallops, you just have to buy good scallops. It's going to cost you a little bit, but you get high-quality scallops, not just from, like, you know, the local Stop and Shop or Gristini's or whatever. And then the scallops, you basically just put in the pan and flip them over after, like, 90 seconds apiece and then put a little lemon on there and then top it with the bacon and you just do that as, like, an appetizer. And people think that you're, you know, a top chef. And it's the easiest thing to do in the world. That sounds really good. And it's good. Scallops are, like, underused food item. I don't like to buy fish and cook it at home. I'm having a whole... I don't know. Chicken I don't sauce. Like, You're in the chicken I, sauce. I'm just doing chicken, okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, busy. Yes. I'm doing chicken and sometimes turkey meatballs. Um, thanks so much for calling, guys. And I agree, this is a really fun season of Survivor. Thank you to our producer, Mike Wargon. And have a great Christmas season, everybody. 